What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. We had a great slate of games last night. So I am going to go through the highlights. I mean, started with Clayton Kershaw up in Minnesota with a great outing. It was his first outing of the year, and he threw seven perfect innings. And there was a bit of a, you know, there was a lot of discussion, a bit of controversy saying, hey, leave the guy in there. He's six outs away from a perfect game. I mean, if it was a no-hitter, this is what Jeff Passon said. Oh, if it's a no-hitter, I get it. You pull him. But a perfect game, very few pitches have done that. And, um, you know, given the circumstances, I think Kershaw knew this was going to happen. The circumstance was that it was his first start of the year. Um, you know, yes, he had only thrown 80 pitches, but he's coming off a season that was cut short due to injury. He's not necessarily a spring chicken anymore. He's someone who they definitely have to manage his workload for. I think this is the right move. They pulled him because you don't just, yes, okay, you, he could have potentially thrown a perfect game, but you don't risk his health or his long-term health in the first start of the season. You, you don't really do that. Later in the season when he's more stretched out, but, you know, the first couple starts of the season, most pitchers are still getting stretched out, and this is literally the first start of the year for him. I think he threw 50-something pitches in spring training as his max, but, you know, you go out there, start one, Regardless of what your performance is, you don't just go out there and try to throw a perfect game because you have a long season ahead of you. You don't sacrifice the future six months plus, hopefully, for them. Obviously, postseason for for an April start. But you have to consider the fact Kershaw had a left forearm injury he struggled with last season. He had a platelet-rich plasma injection in October that caused a delay to his normal offseason work. And then the lockout and an abbreviated spring training. So he knew that he was going to get pulled. You know, interestingly enough, this is the second time Dave Roberts has pulled a pitcher who was perfect through seven. You know, he, he did it with Rich Hill in September 2016. And actually earlier that year, he pulled Ross Stripling after seven to third no-hit frames in his big league debut. So the Dodgers have done this. Dave Roberts has done this multiple times before. But nonetheless, a great outing from Kirsch and a good way to start the season because he's trying to bounce back healthy. 7-0 win for the Dodgers over the Twins. Pretty convincingly up there, convincingly up there in Minnesota. And then again, remember, it was Minnesota, cold day. Also another, another factor that probably went into the decision. You know, 38 degrees, not necessarily the weather where you want a pitcher laboring. Let's speaking of speaking of uh, good pitching outings. Let's stay in the NL West. Logan Webb. So Logan Webb was a breakout star for the Giants last year. He's continuing right where he left off this year. So you know this homestand for the Giants was bookended by a pair of dominant starts by Logan Webb. This was the second start of the homestand, and he fired a career high eight innings to lead the Giants to a series-clinching 2-1 victory. He allowed just one run on four hits. And he became the first major league starter to work into the eighth inning this year. Like I said, you know, pitchers are just getting stretched out. But Webb, going into the eighth inning in April, that's that's impressive. Struck out seven, walked none, and a 96-pitch gem. So, yeah, he definitely he put the team on his back. And, you know, the bit of a pitcher's duel there. He outdueled Sean Manaya, And the Giants won by a score of 2-1. So, Logan Webb has now gone 24 consecutive starts, dating back to last year, including the postseason, where he hasn't taken a loss. That's a franchise record. 
He has allowed only two runs over 14 innings in his first two outings of this season. I mean, he's emerged as the new tone setter for that Giants rotation. They have a talented rotation. Carlos Rodon, Anthony DeSclafani, Alex Wood, Alex Cobb, obviously Logan Webb. So the Giants are going to be a problem again. They were very good last year. They're going to be good again this year. Logan Webb is going to be a big part of that. Let's head over to the American League. The big news in the AL was Vladimir Guerrero Jr. hitting a trio of home runs at Yankee Stadium last night. Three home runs. He was four for four with three home runs. This is his second career three home run game. I mean, you're looking at one of the best hitters in baseball. Um, if not the best, arguably. But, I mean, right now he's the best right now. I mean, we know when Mike Trout gets going, no one's really better than him. But right now... We'll go ahead and say it's Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Monster night. Garrett Cole could not figure this guy out. We have to remember, Vlad's last three-homer game was last season. And, you know, that, that featured Max Scherzer. This time, it featured Garrett Cole. So he can, he can hit him out off the best of them. You know, Guerrero's only 23 years old. And he's the second youngest player in history to homer three times on two occasions. Tra- trailing only Boo Powell, who was 22 when he did it. That's that's ridiculous, man. How young these guys are doing this. You know, the thing is, so there was also a moment where, you know, he got hurt during the game where Vlad, he's playing first base, and, you know, Aaron Hicks hits the ground ball on the right side, shifts Bo Bichette to make a slide and grab, and, you know, the th- he had to throw it while he was on the move, and a throw forced Vlad off, you know, up the bag a little bit to stretch up the r- right field line, and he had to place his bare hand in the dirt to keep himself balanced. And then Aaron Hicks' cleat came down squarely on his fingers, creating a cut. And that required plenty of tape to get through the game. And two stitches afterwards, actually, it was bleeding a lot. And it looked like Guerrero would leave the game, but no. He, he just decided to come back and put together one of the most dominant performances of his career. And he would just homer with, with all that stuff on his hand. So that's, that's a special hitter right there. That's a special hitter. So, you're, I mean, just, I don't know what else to say. If you haven't watched the highlight, it's its remarkable. One of the home runs he hit was on a pitch that was, like, way inside. It was way inside. And I don't know how he turned on it, and he deposited I mean, Garrett Cole probably thought he made a good pitch, and he did. But Vlad's hands are too quick, and he can cover all parts of the plate, and he just cleans it out into the left field bullpen. And he just... Yeah, he just destroyed the pitch. So so Blue Jays get the victory over the Yankees, 6-4. Heading to Baltimore, where the Brewers played the Orioles. Brewers won 4-2. Corbin Burns was the man of the night. So Corbin Burns, you know what he can do. Cy Young last year, and he looked good. He looked good. He, he's He's back. You know, six days after he kind of scuffled to command his cutter when they lost to the Cubs on opening day, he was back. He looked every bit of the part of that reigning NL Cy Young award. Seven shot innings against the Baltimore Orioles. And, I mean, he was he was dominant right from the get-go. Dominant right from the get-go. Uh, you know, Josh Hader, back in his hometown, sealed the win for them. Brewers looked really good. So, I mean, this is... Burns' fifth start since the start of 2021, where he's had seven innings, no runs, and eight strikeouts. That's the second most in MLB. Wheeler has six such starts. So, yeah, 
and he said he felt pretty good. You know, felt pretty good after the after the game went, which is good. And, you know, we're talking about guys getting stretched out. You know, you go seven innings, seven innings plus, something like that. You know, working the eighth, you're doing that in the in the early part of the season. That's a good sign. That's a good sign. It means that you know, because that was something that people were were kind of mentioning with the shortened spring training. Would there be a lot of pitcher injuries coming out of the gate? But I mean, obviously, it's still kind of early. But if you have guys like Logan Webb throwing eight innings, Corbin Burns throwing seven shutout innings, you know, you have some of these guys, the, the top guys, kept themselves in shape in the off season, and you can see that. They don't need an official spring training to make sure they get their work in and they get the throwing in. Obviously, these guys, they're professionals, and they do what they have to do. So, great stuff there. But that's going to do for today, folks. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.